All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Avenue H podcast. Hey, hey, hey. I'm sorry, I was yawning. <laughs> okay, all right. My bad. Yeah. You What's always... going on? Uh, I'm chilling, you know. Feels like I had a long um, weekend and whatnot. Um, hmm. Why did why it feel like that? Oh, no, I went to a couple of events and whatnot. Oh. And today was long. Like, I had, um, I had, um, church, and I had, um, a couple of other things to attend to. But what oh. about you? I felt, no, that's the reason why it was so interesting to me, because I felt like this weekend was, a like, a long, nice weekend. Like, Friday, I did the most, well, not, like, did anything, like, entertaining or anything like that, but, um... We were out Friday the whole day. Saturday, we were out the whole day. Well, most of the day. And then today just felt super long. To the point where Saturday, I think it was, I got back home. And I think it was like 11.40 a.m. And I was just like, yo, it feels so late, but it's still so early. I don't know what about this week and made it feel super long. You got home at 11 a.m.? Yeah, because we, so the DMVs opened um, in New Jersey, like recently, and there's like long lines. So we had to be there by like, I think we left here at like 6.30 in the morning and they opened at 8. And even by the time we got there, it was about like 6.45. The lines were like around the corner down the block they were giving out numbers etc and then we got home it was just like super early and I was just like yo it feels weird this weekend it just felt weird it's probably one of the weekends that I didn't do anything also um but yesterday we did date night believe it or not because I've been I remember I know (laughs) what what do you mean you know um well I spoke to my daughter um (laughs) Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> no, last night we did date night. It was so funny because, like, I'm super scared of this coronavirus. But then, you know, they have like these outdoor seating areas and whatnot. And there's this like cute little restaurant by us. We wanted to, we've been wanting to try like their patio area. So yesterday we went. It was super, super duper nice. Mm. Had a good time. It, it felt like old times. And I remember when we got back home, we just we just kept saying, "Yo, this feels so nice." Like. This was us. We used to go out, get dressed, makeup done. He's dressed up. Mm-hmm. We just sit back and relax. I, I don't <laughs> want to incriminate people for uh, <laughs> for obvious reasons, so I'm not gonna say. But let's just say me and my daughter had an interesting <laughs> conversation last night. <laughs> but I'm not gonna incriminate anyone. All right. Soleil is good, okay? <laughs> when we got home, we got her something. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's like, yo, I'm home alone. I'm happy. <laughs> she had the TV dumb loud. I was like, yo, turn yeah. the TV loud. I'm down. What she, you plays, doing? she plays her Billie Eilish mad loud, or she plays that YouTube channel that she watches over and over mad loud. She tells me, she's like, when you guys are not here, like, I play my music super duper loud. So, yeah. but yeah, it was really nice. You know, it was nice. I don't go out as much because of this, you know, virus and whatnot, but it was really nice to get out. Yeah, oh, whatever. I actually went on a date today, so. Word? Yeah. What? You t- okay, do tell. Detail? No? Or Damn, not- man. <laughs> I should not stood that. Now that I pick Okay, I should have said that. It's too late to take this out, man. <laughs> wow. Damn, I mean, I'm so absentmindedly talking, but. It's like what people say. It's like we're talking. What, this podcast is kind of like a conversation between the two of us on the phone. Yeah, so I think man, that's why like... you just let your heart down. <laughs> anyway, man, it is what it is. Whoever hears it, hears it. It was a good day, so. That's good. And? We're not doing that, son. It's a lot of ears out here. We're not doing that. Um, but it was cool. It was um, oh, that's good. 
already said I already said more than I I, I realized I should have said, but it was cool. It but was that's cool. good. It was cool. Outdoor seating? I'm just trying yeah. to get more details. There's no <laughs> indoor. We can't do indoor seating, now. No, I'm just trying to get more details. I'm just. <laughs> but that's good. But yeah. There's eyes and ears good. everywhere out here. You know what I mean? Oh gosh. <laughs> nah, but um, let's get it off first. <laughs> so I'm mad pink, nervous. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna paint the scene right. So I caught so. Gina was watching the... No, let me set this up because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sitting at home minding my business watching the great forever first lady walking mood board personal inspiration Mrs. Michelle Obama give her DNC speech at home and I get this notification on my phone with this ratchet ass video of girls talking about what were they talking? I, I'm 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 I don't even want to say what they were talking about. I, I'm gonna so I'm gonna give you the the teen version because I'm definitely not gonna say the way they said it. But it was uh, they were on a podcast and they were talking about how they sucked off seven um NBA basketball players. Ugh. Okay. And um, I sent Gina this video. And to set the scene, Gina's watching Michelle Obama gave a great speech. Wonderful speech. Beautiful speech. And then I said, and I sent her this. And I was like, yo, we got to talk about this on the podcast. (laughs) And Gina says, "Um, for what? Exactly. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Like, it, 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 it. I guess context in, in in that scene it just did not make sense to me because I was being so uplifted, you know, by the great our forever first lady, and then you send me this ratchetness onto my phone. I was just like, uh, why? But go ahead. I I, I guess the reason why you wanted to talk about it it, it kind of makes sense. Okay, the the reason why I wanted to talk about it, I was listening to the, this podcast, this other podcast, um, with Kevin on stage, and one of the girl and um his co-host said, "Well, given that the fact that the girls was like we lit, which is a that changed what that changed that forever changes the definition of we lit, okay? Because they were lit and they were just gobbling." <laughs> Whatever, man. I'm I'm trying to go about this the the PC the PG version, but anyway, um, the reason why Kevin on stage co-host had said, um, well, the fact that they said they lit must must say that they were under the influence of something, and um, if they were under the influence of something, they did not give consent. But I was just like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Why are you? Why did the co-host go out of her way to give these people um, a sense of not a way out, but a sense of now these seven other basketball players are the person that should that uh, that should be in trouble when because basically what she said is that since she said she was lit, she was under the flu, she didn't give consent. And I'm like, but hold up, she's on the podcast bragging about how she was already in the middle of having sex with someone, and these seven players came in, and then she was just, you know, giving each of them a BJ um, to completion, which is wild. I don't know how that's possible, but whatever. Uh, (laughs) How is it possible for seven different people for you to do it to completion? I'm like, why in the world are you giving her a, not an excuse, but why are you giving her this sense of she was not aware of what was happening? She's on the podcast basically bragging about doing it. She wasn't speaking mm-hmm. in a sense of, man, um, you know, I got victimized. She was speaking in like, yo, I was doing my thing out here. So why were we so quick to talk about consent as if this person was not aware of what she was doing? 
Like that, I that mean, that was the angle I caught. I did because under normal circumstances, we not talk. This is not like a PG uh, podcast or nothing like that. But the, that does not mean these are the type of subjects we want. But I wanted to tackle it in this angle of why is it that you was this person was so quick to not excuse their behavior, but to give them an out. Yeah. And I think the question that you asked also is like, when is it um, a woman's responsibility? Right. Our responsibility to be like, yo, we got to be out of here, blah, 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 this, that, and the third. Um, That's, listen, I'm all for, you know, women being empowered, you know, with your sexual life, with your body. Do it. Be great. Love your bodies you know, entertain your bodies, this, that, and the third, I get it. What I just find with that video, it's just very unsanitary. <laughs> In the time Really? That we're that's what you got for this? <laughs> she was like, how is she managing this stuff? <laughs> it's unsanitary. And your jaw, like, something... I, I, that's like... the part I, I, didn't, I didn't understand. <laughs> when they just, she said to completion, and they asked her, what did she do when they were finished? It's like she swallowed it, and I was just like, "What is going on?" Like she didn't here? get acid reflux, like all of that. <laughs> I didn't even keep thinking. <laughs> it was just disgusting. I'm like, "Oh, that's insane." But by all means, love your body, love your men. <laughs> men meaning plural. Do you boo boo? But I just find it to be unsanitary. I find but... it to be <laughs> whatever, man. I find it to be disturbing or whatever the case is, but. Um, and yeah. she's on this podcast bragging. So I'm to your point of when is it the woman's responsibility? If she's on this podcast, I feel like she's bragging, and it felt like she was bragging. Her and her friend, they were just like, "Yeah, you did that, girl. You did that. You did that." Then I don't think that that is rape. But rape, by definition, by our standards now, it's that if the woman does not, a man too, if the person does not give consent. It is by definition rape. You understand? But, and it's 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 a it's a it's a very gray line or kind of sort of a visible line because I don't I don't give Terry consent every single time we have sex. That's what I'm, Did he rape is, me? Like, yeah, that's but <laughs> yeah, in a relationship though, that's number one and number two. That's where you I, can I, be raped in a relationship. No, you absolutely. can be raped in a marriage. You know, but. I'm pressing charges, but um, (laughs) but she's she was on there bragging. That's my whole issue. So she knew what was going, what was going on, and I think the the podcast person, probably the 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 host, he probably was just she, you know, just asking that question just to be I don't know for for content. I have no reason why he would ask that question because she, well, she saying, would ask that question. It was a man. The co-host was a well, woman. The one that this is two different podcasts I'm referring to. The one that tried to give the out saying, oh, oh. yeah. Oh, was, okay, okay. But yeah, if she's on there bragging and whatnot, why would the co-host go and ask? Oh, especially if it's now it's a woman. It's like, oh, you know, did you give consent? This, that, and the third, yada, yada, yada. Like, Sis, you were in the room, but what is we lit? Because that I I say we lit when I find five dollars in my pocket when I'm doing laundry. Listen, after that <laughs> definition of what she called lit, which was like going down on on seven dudes, I don't know if I can use that term anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like that, we lit got a different connotation now, and I'm not. I don't want no parts of that connotation. We lit. Uh, <laughs> but I think they probably were trying to say that you know drugs were part of the equation, alcohol, this that, and the third. So okay, yeah, we lit. But if you are sober and and she said she was already in the process of having sex with someone else. Mm-hmm. And these seven guys walked in, and mm-hmm. she was just basically passed around, mm-hmm. or whatever. She was not. She wasn't on there clutching her pearls and crying. She was actually out here bragging about it. And this is some girl probably who's who's probably, um, uh, what do they call it? shopping for like a TV show on Quibi or on Zeus Network or something like that. So mm-hmm. I I I. 
I'm sorry. I don't. I'm sad to say I don't take her seriously. That's the thing, cause I'm just like, cause I think I think the thing that bothered me when I was listening to the other podcast and they were talking about how like you know she said we lit, which means she was under the influence, which means she most likely didn't give consent. I'm like, first of all, how did you interpret that by one a two phrase we lit? How did you interpret that by that? That's number one. Number two, when do we put this responsibility of the woman? If she's on the podcast bragging, she is a full mind of what she's doing. Okay? She's not, just, she's not speaking as if she's a victim. She's not speaking. And, I mean, it's funny because we had this discussion on, a, what, our third podcast ever? And we we're talking about, what, um, you know, rape culture and everything else. It's like, I get it. There are circumstances in which a man, um, like, uh, uh, consent was not expressed. But we can't be so quick to take the responsibility off of a woman. Like, sometimes, and this How? is how. Mm. So this is where you're treading very shaky, yes, murky waters. Because you can't say, and I know that's not what you're saying, but... Like, I don't want it to go along the lines of, oh, she was wearing a short skirt, so she deserved it. Or, um, you know, her boobs were out, titties popping out her turtleneck, she deserved it. No. You understand? <laughs> she, no. Because a man should be able to be like, that's a woman. And, you know, a woman should be able to say, that's a man. Or, you know, for the gays, a man should be able to say, that's a man. I'm not going to touch this person because... It is not my right to put my hands on this person. You understand? Other than that, it's rape. So that's where we're treading like murky waters. It is extremely murky um, because it's like to go back to what I, you know, to go back to that situation a long time ago I told you about where, you know, um, go on a date, um, the person. Um, I, I I went in for the kiss. The person turned their head, and I kind of gently put the person's, you know, head back face, to your face. Yeah, and I kissed them, and um, wanted so that person was receptive towards it. Then I did it to another person, and they weren't receptive. Then it became a thing of, okay, was I wrong in the situations? Because both of them were what seem like identical situations, one in which seems like um, this was ideal and I went in for it. Because anytime you go on a date, you're trying to look for cues to see, man, um, can I make this move? Can I make that move? And now we live in a day and age where the guy can't do that anymore. Like, I can't just unilaterally think to myself, like, damn, yo, I'm going to lean in for the kiss now. Because it's almost as if, like, as a man, I feel alarmed that everything is not a big deal, but everything could be interpreted differently now. Mm-hmm. Like, as opposed to, like, the first situation when I went in for it, she turned her head and I kind of gently put it and then we actually engaged, started kissing or whatever. Um, that was receptive, but in the, the second situation, it wasn't receptive. You know, it wasn't, it, not that, it, not, I don't know if receptive is the right word, but it wasn't received in a positive light. But both situations, I gauged from the situation, we had a great time, you know, we um, we had a great date. I went in for, not the kill, but I went in for the kiss, and both situations ended up differently. So I guess now that we're talking about things, it's like, what is consent? Now! Three years later, from three or four years later from that situation, I straight up ask, "Can I kiss you?" Like I don't just take this. Listen, man, we live in a day and age where things are like. (laughs) I'll give you an example of how funny it is. Um, First of all, when I ask, I've never gotten because I don't (laughs) be like, "Oh my god," I don't do it like a, "Oh my god, this is an honor." The, like, <laughs> you know, it's not like that. It's, it often falls in line of, you know, I I interpret sparks or I interpret like an ideal situation to ask. So I've, I've never been met with, like, why would you ask me? It's, yeah, 
I mean, I don't think I've ever. Asked I'm pretty that. sure they're thinking like, why did you ask? Why don't you just do nah, it? Nah, like because <laughs> every single time I've, I've asked, I've gotten it. yes. So it's, it wasn't like, oh, whatever. It probably was taken aback, but. As a, I'm really honest, man. As a man, I, I almost like I don't know how to move anymore, because a lot yeah. of the, the the things that were acceptable back in the days they're not acceptable today. Like I'll give you an example. Yesterday, Sam had a um, graduation, not a graduation, a one year wedding anniversary. Okay, um, they were celebrating their one year. Um, one of his one of his wife's friends had my key, the key to my car. And she was like, just go in my pocket. But she kind of had this, like, dress that was, like, a particular weight on her. And she was like, mm-hmm. go in my pocket. Form-fitting. Yeah, form-fitting on her. And I legit said, are you giving me consent to go in your pocket? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, yeah. because nowadays, I don't know what's acceptable and what's not. Even if you did tell me I could. But because of the way the dress was on, I ain't just gonna go liberally. Like, what if I can't find a key? Now I'm shuffling in your pockets to get the key. Now, now, <laughs> now you're moving towards the butt. <laughs> yeah, like now, now all of a sudden, now I, yo, I, she made me uncomfortable. I, I don't know how to move. Yeah, like, this yeah. day and I mean, age, this is our new normal now. So, I mean, it is what it is. Thank God I met Terry three years ago. But <laughs> this is our new normal now. I just can't see. Someone telling me, "Can I kiss you now?" I'm just kind of like, "Yes, man." I mean, the night's been going great, so just go in. But I mean, I I get it. Listen, man. Like like I said, the first person was receptive. The second person I thought would have been receptive and wasn't. So I'm not gonna. But like, it's all depending on why she wasn't receptive to it. Is, Is it because she's part of this like oh? power to the Me Too movement or is she just like I'm not feeling you <laughs> you know I it's really don't know because it happened so long ago but um, the way I interpret the Me Too negative I am wonderful <laughs> no the, the, way, <laughs> the way I have ret- interpreted was both situations was a great date it wasn't any like if because you could kind of tell when this is a trash date yeah you feel me? Yeah. So both situations was a good day. It's just two people had two different reactions. Right, right. You know, so I, and, and the whole point I guess I'm making is, you know, um, this new age of consent, not that consent is not new. Let me just clarify that because that's not wild. Like, what? Now, now I got to ask that? No, that's not what I'm saying. It's it just. Is new. It's to new. get verbal consent from someone, that is pretty new. Yeah, it we is. Were, we were not at, out here asking to get a kiss. Nah. And that was okay. You know, that's fine. Yeah, this new day and age, that's what I'm saying. All I'm saying is in that particular situation where a woman decided to, you know, do her thing with seven different dudes, eight if we're counting the fact that she was already in the act with someone else at that time I just I just want it to be a thing where this person is responsible for their actions uh, so I, you know with me when it comes to double standards sometimes I cringe at certain things and I was just like why did this person automatically give this person an out that's all that, that bothered me about it why did this other person automatically I guess maybe because she said we were lit and that's like, oh, are you under the influence? Did you give consent? But I, I see your point too. If I'm out here on a podcast bro- um, broadcasting that, you know, I gave head to seven different dudes to completion, that's. I think she lied to much, that. Of course she like, lied. Who got I that job game, bro? For a show on Zeus. Nobody <laughs> on the got Zeus that job game to do that. It was seven? Nah. But I think she lied. But it, I mean, it is what it is. This is our new normal. And in the words of Michelle Obama, I know it's not her quote, but <laughs> I know, it is I, what I don't it know is. if this is going <laughs> to apply to this because if they go low, it, if she go low in this situation, <laughs> it, that could be interpreted as a whole different <sighs> other thing. But a, a 
Okay, like, oh my god, <laughs> if they go low, if she go low, these dudes go. We like, get in Victor. <laughs> okay, all you I'm feel saying, good about that one. <laughs> all I, my, own, my only concern is like you know, don't be like some people do things they know what they're doing. Okay. Absolutely. So absolutely, so, you're on a podcast broadcasting it. So yeah. Yeah, you know what, what you're doing. Yeah, you know exactly what you're doing. So, um, we ain't gonna stay on this too long. Um, the next subject that y- you brought up, which is interesting, I guess you could set this up since you brought thought of it. Oh yeah. So this morning, just woke up, just in bed, you know, pillow talk to senator. We're just talking about. I don't know why this conversation came to mind. Oh, so I had this weird dream. Like my dad out of nowhere, like there were more like crazier parts of the dream, but my dad called me, cursed me out, say, bitch, like you're the reason why I can't get on the internet because you made that complaint and now I can't get on the private this, that, and that. It was just so weird, like a private internet session blah 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 and it was super weird then I woke up and I was telling Terry about it and Terry was like you know what I think it is I think you missed him um then he started talking about um no he said I think you missed him and I said yeah absolutely I miss my dad um we haven't spoken in about I want to say over six months um it just nothing happened it's just I lost his number well he changed his number I changed my number I didn't save it, and my dad is a little older, so he didn't save my new number, and I didn't get to give it, um, give him the new number. It's not that he didn't save it. I didn't get to give him the new number, so we just lost connection. So he's telling me, you know, I don't think you missed him, and I was like, yeah, I, I, of course, I miss my dad. I miss my mom. I, I, I want that relationship and things like that. Then he was just like, well, why don't you just go and have that relationship with your mom and dad? And then it just like... We've had this conversation over and over, and it's just like forgiveness, right? When do you stop letting someone hurt you and say, I'm going to build up that wall, no pun, I'm going to build that wall and not let this person in anymore and, you know, keep this person at arm's length? Are you going to keep letting this person, I guess the question is, are you going to keep letting this person keep? hurting you or are you always going to keep forgiving at what point do you stop forgiving um this does is... it make a difference if it's family friends all of that like at what point do you say all right you have done the most i need to stop keep you at arm's length i'll still talk to you we'll still have you know laughing we'll we'll laugh this and that but it won't ever be that mother-daughter relationship that we had previously um toxicity in in families i'm sorry i keep cutting you off but go ahead i think your situation is complicated um you stated before um a couple podcasts ago maybe even last episode i don't remember about the complication of your um your relationship with your mom is that one of her boyfriends actually touched you and whatnot. And um, when you told her the reactions you wanted from her, she didn't get it. You know, you didn't get it. Um, right. Wanted her to believe you, and she did it. So naturally, that's going to strain any relationship, especially when you kind of feel like you chose him over me. Um, so that is a really complicated um, situation. Um I don't know if I have you guys ever addressed it. No, I know you have explicitly, but I don't know what became of that. Um, it's actually a very complicated. But to lend it into what you're saying, when is it? I think you you forgive people, um, but if they're constantly hurting you, at what point do you like? At what point do you just say? It's not that I don't forgive you, I forgive you, but I have a, a, a keen memory. And because I have such a keen memory, um, I'm going to keep you at bay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what you're... It's ironic that you and I are having this conversation. That's number one. 
okay, because um, I kind of was in a similar situation with you. Not, not that you touched me in the wrong way, and not nobody believed me when I told them. Um, but more so, in a sense of, I was trying to hold on to the relationship. And bro, when I tell you, you know this, <laughs> you was doing everything in your heart to try to hurt me. And um, I think in these particular situations, you have to, first of all, enough distance has to be given where the person can be forgiven. Because um, the thing with you and I is that, because the only reason I'm bringing up you and I is because, you know, we're speaking about this subject and that's, I can only relate from where I'm from. Um, I think the best thing that happened between me and you was that I hated you in the first two, three years and I didn't want to talk to you because once that gives, um, once you give people enough space, they can sort of, the person that's being hurt could kind of heal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you, I like, if you were, when you were, you know, trying to be friends with me, the reason I can never do that is because one, I'm like, damn, you got some nerve. You, you hurt me terribly more than I ever have been hurt in my entire life. And now you want to be close to me. Like, I felt like you, I felt like, first of all, you wanted the, the best of both worlds because me and you were close friends before this, before we were even together. We were mm-hmm. friends. And I felt like you wanted that, but you didn't want to be with me. And it, and it bothered me. But I think, like I said, the best thing that happened between us is that you have to give, first of all, to get to be forgiven and all that, there's enough, enough space has to be given where each person could kind of evaluate okay, this is where I'm at. And and, and the, one of the most important things during those three years for me is that I felt my feelings. Mm-hmm. I, you know, a lot of times people don't feel their feelings. I don't think it's healthy to just, yo, um, you, you did this, but forget that you and I are close again. Nah, that's not natural. There's always going to be a sense of resentment that comes from that if you just, you hurt me and I'm just quick to forgive you. You know, like that's that's just my opinion. I feel like enough space needs to be given. And once that space is given, then there's that, you know, cliche phrase, time heals all wounds. When I was given enough space, um, that's, and then we finally had a conversation. I mean, we finally started talking when I asked you for a divorce. You know, that's when we like had a long conversation, and that was like three years later. And I was able to receive you, and I was able to forgive you. Why? Because I had enough space. You know what I mean? Like I had enough time to go through all the different things I went through. I'm sorry, I feel like I'm speaking too long, but um, yeah, I was able to give myself enough um, space so that when we did talk. I wasn't coming from a bitter place. I wasn't coming from a, like I could receive the words you were saying. And I think with you and your mom, I don't know if you gave yourself enough space because, you know, you guys don't talk sometimes, but I don't know the full extent. And I think y'all have to address it because that was another great thing that happened after we haven't spoken in years is that we had a three hour conversation. And we talked about everything. And I think what happens sometimes when you forgive someone is the fact that y'all never addressed the reason y'all wasn't talking. Right. No, but I, I, I see what you're saying, but there's no forgiving. Like, I know when they go high, I mean, when they go low, we go high. Dude, like, sorry. I take it to the flow. When they go- <laughs> <laughs> I take it to the flow with her. So, like, there's no forgiving that. I'm so sorry that I cannot forgive. I'm not. So, yeah, scratch that. But what I'm saying is when, like, I feel like I'm being faulted for having up my wall whenever someone hurts me. And it's not just my mom. Like, if someone's done something to me, I keep them at bay. I don't ever give that person the chance 
to hurt me. And I think I thought that that was a smart move. You understand? But now I feel like I'm being like told, oh, no, you got to put it down, put the wall, let people in, you know, talk it out. And it's not just coming from you. But like you said, you got to talk it out with this person. I'm just like, I, I don't have to do anything. As a matter of fact, if I don't want negativity in my life, I myself have that right to be like, fuck this. I don't need this. I'm out. And I'm seriously out when I say I'm out. You understand? So why is it that people are, like, I feel like it's coming at me from all angles and it's not just you, it's not just Terry. Like I've had other people tell me like, yo, you need to relax a little bit with the, you know, with the walls. Sooner or later, you're going to have walls all around you. I'm just like, okay, then I do. But I'll just have my people in my corner, the people who really mean the world to me, the people who are always there for me, the people who I'm always there for them. I'll have those people in my corner. Like, at some point, yes, it's family, but sometimes you have to let family go. And they, those probably sometimes are the most toxic people. And I know we had a conversation about toxic, but those are sometimes the most toxic people in our lives. And sometimes we have to let them go. Period. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you're dreaming about the thing, you could, you know, I think that's why he was saying that. If you're dreaming, uh-huh. if you're dreaming about this, clearly you're thinking about it. You know, I'm subconscious. Is it subconsciously? Unconsciously? Yeah. So you know, sub- subconsciously, you're thinking about it. Um, I think you should reach out to your father. I mean, that situation is different from your mom. Your mom is more complicated. Your dad, don't you know where he lived? My dad's back and forth from Haiti. Back and forth in Haiti. Um, he was at his house on Staten Island. Then something happened with him and his wife. He moved out. I went over to the house that he was staying at with his brother and his stepmother. Then it was like, oh, he's not here. He's in Haiti. So I've been contacting his sister. So it's like kind of like, if you want to reach out to me, like he could have reached out to me too. I can't be the only one doing all of this because I went over to that place. I left my telephone number. I asked for his number. No one had it. Like, I'm doing the most. So at some point, the wall is back up. (laughs) You know, it was never up for my dad because I never knew the situation as to why he was not there. But now I feel like I'm slowly building bricks to the point where I'm just like, listen, if you don't want to be part, you know, it's fine because I've lived this whole entire time without you. It's, it's actually fine. And I'm, I'm actually fine. You don't know what you're missing if you've never experienced it. So I don't know what I'm missing. And I'm fine with that. You understand? So I've always considered, and sad to say this is going to like go in mad deep, but I've always considered myself an orphan. Like I don't have that that top lineage, whereas for the mother and the the father, I just don't have it. These are people you're supposed to have in your corner, and so that's the reason why I go extra hard with Soleil. Some may even say I spoil her, you know? (laughs) But, um... Okay. Um, Yeah, you were saying, um, although you spoil Soleil or whatnot, you said something around that line right before you got cut off. Yeah, we had a technical difficulty, but yeah, I was just trying to, basically, my point with, I need, and I know this is not going to make everyone just stop, you know, bothering me with telling me, oh, you need to put those walls down, this and that and the third. I just, like, it's okay to let go of toxic people in your life, including your family members. And I know we say that. I know we post it. We post, you know, quotes, toxic people can be in your family. But sometimes you just like in real life, you have to let them go. And it's completely fine. I can still, you know, laugh with you. I can still, um, you know, she can still come over for Thanksgiving dinner. We can still do all of that. I can still go over to her house. But it's just... I am keeping you at arm's length within arm. Well, not within at arm's length and you will not be able to hurt me again. Plain and simple. You know, it just is. Sorry. Jax is barking. Somebody's outside Jax. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, 
that's just pretty much it. It's just like. But do you desire to have something with your mom? Of course, I don't desire it. I would like. I feel like desire is just like me sitting there and longing to have this relationship. No, I'm not doing that at all. I would want it to be like that, to have like a great relationship between my mom and my dad and myself. Yes, who doesn't want that? But at the same time, I'm not sitting here just like, oh my God, I wish I did. And I'm crying and I'm hurt over it. I really am not. I'm fine. <laughs> I really don't, am don't fine without like, it. Did you see Goodwill Hunting? No. Nah. Um, but um, Yeah, I'm fine my, without my it. Is, it. It's my thing is, what's preventing you from having a good relationship with your mom? Because we have an okay relationship right now. You can call it an okay relationship where we laugh. I go over there. I, you know, I'll tell her, go, you know, I, I need um, Jojon. She'll actually buy it for me and I'll, you know, cash out her the money. Sometimes she actually says, you know, you don't even have to cash. We have that surface relationship, I'd like to call it. But that deep, deep down where I could sit her down. She doesn't even know I'm dating Terry. I think she knows that I'm dating Terry. She's heard, like, you know, him in the car when I'm talking. Or I'm pretty I'm pretty sure my sister has said something like, yo, you're missing out. She's got, like, this guy in her life that's, you know, treating her well. That's, you know, it for her. That's going to be future for her. But how is it that I can't even share that with my mom? She legit told me, <laughs> you know, I don't need to meet the men in your life. So why am I begging for this person to be in my life? I, think, I don't I don't need that. I think with your mom, you know, not to go into things, she just feels a certain way because me and you didn't work out. I think she feels um, embarrassed, so to speak, and the way certain things happen. Um and I think your mom is just, and your mom is your mom. We've always known that, you know, your mom is extreme in that, in a lot of ways. Um, and I think that's what happens. She's probably like, you know what? I don't need to know. Um, especially the fact that your mom and my mom were cool. I don't know if they were close. I think they were close at one point, but. Yeah, they're very close actually. Cause she, she'll tell me she just came back, you know, from seeing your mom or this, that, and the third, mm-hmm. you know, they were just on the phone with each other. Yeah, I can get that. I can't because I I'll tell Terry that too. I'm just like yo, she's still hung up on the fact that, you know, whoever I'm seeing, it's not you. Yeah. And we didn't. It, it's like embarrassing for her. But how could you that? So my point in that is like, how could you not want to meet the person who is treating your daughter is happy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why don't you want to meet this person who's making your daughter happy? You know, yeah. I, uh, so I. That's why I will never be able to have that relationship. I, I think never is too strong of a word. No, uh, it's never because it's it, it it's just I think, stupid. I think it's too strong of a word. I say never because I say never because those walls are up and they're not coming down. That doesn't that's what mean I mean. Like not, we'll we'll not, have this. No, we'll have this surface. I I kid you not, um, Victor. We'll have this surface relationship. And like when I tell you I cut people out of my life, I snip it. (laughs) But where'd you get that from? Snip it. What do you mean? Where'd you get that characteristic from? Where did I get that characteristic from? Were you able to snip people out of your life so quickly? I what are you trying to like my mom? Yeah, like you, you guys are more alike than yeah. Yeah. No, I know we're exactly alike, but my mom has let people back in her life, trust me. I know that. But um I say never for the simple fact of like my walls are up, it's not coming down. I snip this toxic per- person out of my life and there's no coming. But we can still have that surface relationship, you understand? Like I guess that's what people call forgive and forget. We can still have that forgive, but I didn't forgive her. But we can still have that forgive, and I didn't forget relationship. I mean, but I mean, I've, I've, it's never going to be that mother daughter relationship that you know everyone craves. Don't, don't get me wrong; I understand that there are people I've had in my life um, 
with I would never have that relationship with again. And, um, you know, so I get it. My thing is just, you know, I could for, you can forgive people. Forget I don't know. I, I don't know if forgiveness really means. I know people say forgive and forget in the Christian um, or in the godly way of, you know, you let the person in. And I don't know how realistic that is, you know. I know I can yeah, forget something. You didn't people. really forget this person. No, I, I really forget. I mean, me and you are cool, so I really forgave you for a lot of things. So I, I forgive people. Certain people, though, like I can't, um, you know, I can think of the last person I seriously dated, like, I I forgive that person, but I would never let that person back in. You know that that that's that's a fact, though. You know, I would never. Right. So we're on the same page that it's not wrong to put that wall up. Yeah, we I don't can chit chat. Uh, is it a wall? It's a wall because I'm never letting you back in to give you that opportunity again to hurt me. Like, will you ever open yourself up to that person again to be hurt? No. I, no, I don't know if I would... I would never open myself to be in a romantic relationship with that person. But if that person was to come back, I, I'm not going to say a strong... Actually, you're right. I'm, I'm not. I need people to be real. Yeah, I'm never... <laughs> I need not. people to be real. <laughs> yeah, I'm, okay. not, I'm not... I would never, like, deal with... I don't want to say never, but um, I know I know I wouldn't be dealing with that person again. I know that exactly. So that wall is up. So that's why that's what I mean when I say that that wall is up. I need people to be real about clipping people out. I I don't know if it's a wall for me. I just know, like my. But when I say wall, I mean like there's a door on the out on the okay. Let's not say wall. I, I feel like the wall, the word wall is tripping you up. You're never going to open up yourself to that person again in order to let that person in to hurt you again. That's what I mean by when I say wall. I still go over to my mother's house. I still call her every now and then. We'll chat or whatever. I'll still do all of that. However, opening up myself personally to be hurt by her again? Absolutely not. That's what I mean it. In, that's in that sense. That's what I mean. It. I need people to be real. Cut people out of your life. You'll be so much freer. Honestly, I'm not quick to cut people out of my life. And that's just. I just. I. I don't know if I'm the terminologies. I think for me, I always say I. I act accordingly. Like I peep. I peep. What. What kind. Of, what you're on, and I act accordingly based on what you're on. And um, and maybe we're I, agreeing. We're yeah, agreeing. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're we're agreeing. I just in my mind, like if that person have uh, um needs me, and they were really needed me, I don't think I wouldn't be there for that person, so to speak. Same thing. So that's Same why. I like saying. I'm not going to be like, nah, she's you know she's getting kicked out of her apartment. But, nah, fam, you can't come live with me. No, I won't that, do that. that. That's what I guess I mean when I hit the word cut off because my definition and yours is different. When I say I cut someone off, that person doesn't exist to me anymore. Mm. You know that's that that's my definition of cut. That person, like you know, you might say you know. Jibs, I'm just giving an example. I'm like Jibs, who like that person legit does not exist to me anymore. So that's why I think when you're saying cut off, it's it it it's not something I'm so quick to say because I I you know if I cut you off, then I would never deal with you, never day in my life, never talk to you, never entertain you, never like that's what I consider cut off. You know, so that's what, that's why I'm not so quick to say I cut someone off. Right, I get it. We're, we're I I get it. We're we're kind of sort of agreeing, but my only my only thing with like where where we say people are dead to me or they don't exist. My that's where I'm just kind of like mm, because I don't need anyone coming after me. <laughs> Nah, I'm always I'm, worried about murder. <laughs> nah, I don't mean like they coming after me. It's just I like, and I don't think I have that much people. I don't think I have anybody like that. But 
I'm not out here with a whole lot of enemies either. Yeah, I don't, I don't have I don't, enemies. I don't have enemies. Yeah. Like, I have people I'm cool with, but uh, and we just don't mess with each other anymore. But I don't have enemies. But I don't right. That's the reason. But for me, though, the word cutoff means you and I, like, no, never. You know, so that's why I'm not so quick to say that. Um, mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I, I get it. Um, I get it. Um, but with that, yeah. with that being said, I, this is our last episode. Um, no season finale. What are you talking about? Last episode. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's last episode. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. You're like, what? You guys just started. Yeah, this is our season finale. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to the next season. There's a lot of things uh, you and I have discussed that we want to change. One of the main things is um, even though we're not in season. Um, if you guys could just, you know, um, follow us at Avenue um, underscore H underscore podcast. Um, if you have any questions for us, because I do have often hear people tell me like, man, I wanted to ask something or I wanted to add something to the conversation. So even when we're off season, um, if you guys could DM us um, any topics that you want us to discuss, any questions that you have for us or anything of that um, nature, you can um, DM us in our avenue underscore H underscore podcast on um, Instagram. And um, you have anything you want to add? Things. No, big things. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're just taking a, like, I don't know. We'll talk offline about how long this is going to be, but um, yeah, it's a much needed break. It's been nice, honestly, to be consistent with the episodes and consistently recording on our like Sunday nights and things like that. So yeah, I think we can pick this up and go places with it. Um, and you know, we're cool people like us. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> like and and please subscribe. Um, five stars. Um, rate us. Anything less would be uncivilized. Um, if you, if you want to give us less than five stars, don't bother. But um, <laughs> subscribe and um, five stars. And um, my um, my um, social media is um, on Instagram, VJP24 underscore. You could also follow me at um, Mind of VJP. And um, we're out. Peace. Peace.